There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And welcome to a very special episode of Blighty Day Fiance. My name is Michelle. With me today is Dan. Hello there. How are you? I'm very well, Dan. Thank you so much. Uh, Robin will not be joining us for this episode because it is a match day and those are sacred days and uh, we're going to give him the night off, um, which is well-deserved. Uh, and also, Dan, it means you and I can gossip, which is one of my favorite things to do with you throughout the day. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. No, it's now, a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name's Dan. Um, I'm an immigration caseworker that's based in the UK. I have been, I suppose, have been a little bit... A bit like Callum. It's taken a while for me to turn up, but here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As promised, finally. Uh, Mercury has stationed direct. We no longer have uh, the technical difficulties or communication difficulties that may have been at play earlier in the series, but this is the perfect time because we are sort of between shows at the moment and we have just finished our... I, I Yeah, and for me, sort of like working as an immigration professional, it was really interesting to see how they showed how difficult it is to get to the UK. So in the case of Richard and Kathleen, she failed her English exam, which meant that she couldn't then come on the route that they thought that she might be able to come in on. The media does a very good job sometimes of saying that, you know, we have an open door policy to migration. And that's simply not true. You have to meet very specific criteria in which any, in whichever route you come to the UK under. And if you don't meet those requirements, you are refused. And 
only under very specific circumstances are those rules allowed to not be met. I suppose best thing to do right now would be to go through sort of the requirements under how do you bring a loved one or wife to the UK? Um, sure. So why don't we use, could, well, why don't you pick a couple and explain what their process would be kind of, you know, obviously you're, you haven't, seen their applications and you haven't actually worked with them but ju just for the we'll use the golden couple we'll use katie and alejandro because we know that katie has a full-time job so she's the perfect candidate for sponsoring somebody to come to the uk it's going to be much easier for her because the requirements are that you need to have a job that earns in excess of eighteen thousand six hundred pounds a year you have to be able to provide adequate accommodation. So that means that you are you can't, say, for example, bring a family of five to live in a bed set. It wouldn't work. It has to, they, the rule of thumb is that children can share and each couple has to have a private room. So a bed set for our American listeners is like a studio apartment. Now, because Katie works full time, the only evidence that you would need to supply in that instance is six months worth of bank statements, six months worth of pay slips, and a letter from your employer. If you're somebody like Richard, where you're self-employed, you're director of a company, you have to provide evidence of your income from the business as well as evidence of the in of the turnover of the business you have to provide tax uh, audited accounts you have to provide a whole bunch of stuff in order to meet the requirements if you're self-employed or you run a limited company you're really penalized by the home office in terms of the amount of evidence that you need to provide mm. so the best way to do it is get get a full-time job that you've been at for more than six months, provide those um, pay slips, provide that letter from your employer, and you're all good to go. The financial requirements met, provided you make more than £18,600 a year. After that, it comes down to, is the relationship genuine and subsisting? So in terms of, of showing kind of proof of the relationship, would it possibly arouse suspicion um, in the home office if, for example, there's a, a documented sort of artifact in which the couple are getting married and, and maybe the, the foreign husband, uh, say, I don't know, answers the phone in the middle of the ceremony, rolls his eyes on the way to the venue, uh, has very little, if any, physical contact <laughs> with the bride. That's a very difficult question to answer because I've never, I've worked for the home office previously to being an immigration advisor, but I have never worked in the case case management department or the, the oh, decision-making okay. department. So, that said, the Home Office definitely has their ears and eyes to the ground and their ears to the ground in terms of if people are looking to make an application by what's referred to as making an application by deception. If you either assist somebody in making an application by deception or you yourself make an application, it has very, very severe ramifications for your ability to come to the UK. You can be banned from entering the UK 
for at least 10 years. And that's, wow. that's referred to as a compulsory ground for refusal. If you have a compulsory ground for refusal, the chances of you actually being successful in getting a visa are pretty slim. They always exercise the right to refuse you. So when Bridie talked about uh, a, a refusal of an application going going on the record, can you talk a little bit about what that means? So it depends what the refusal is for. If it's based on lack of information that you've given, that's not a problem. Just simply reapply. If a mistake has been made, you think that they haven't considered the application in the correct way, then you can ask for something referred to as an administrative review. That typically takes about a year. So the, if wow. you if you miss anything, you're not going to get that money back, but you're better off just applying again because the amount of time that you're going to have to wait to either get a decision overturned or go through the appeals court makes it really unattractive. So refusals can be for a whole host of reasons. Lack of evidence that you don't meet the criteria. So you earn £18,000 a year instead of £18,600 or that you don't live in the correct accommodation. It could be that the applicant has previously been banned from coming to the UK and they haven't disclosed it in their application, that wouldn't necessarily be down as making a deceptive application, but you certainly haven't given a full version of the events, your immigration history in the UK. If you've been linked to any extremist organisations, they will refuse it based on the it being not conducive to the public good to allow you into the country. How do... Um... How do people who apply as as a sponsor more than once how how are they how are those applications regarded? If we're if we're talking sort of like sister wife levels, um, so <laughs> did you watch you watched Seeking Sister Wives? I right? watched Seeking Sister Wives. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The oh, of course, yes. Yeah, sorry, we have talked about this. Yes, so yeah, the immigration fraud that was committed um, by the Mary Maryfields. Maryfields. Yeah. I always want to say Merryweathers, but yeah, the the Mary the, the immigration fraud that was committed by the Merryfields would not fly in this country. They would do background checks. They would they would need to see that Danielle doesn't live there anymore. So they'd have to get another house. I just don't. I have no idea how they got away with that. I genuinely have no idea. I mean, I su- I suppose that the US is that big, and everything's governed by the states. So I wonder if you just kind of move over, cross over state lines, and everything's okay again. But again, that would just be me being completely speculating. But yeah, the the. Ultimately, if you if you're looking at sort of like serial sponsoring of spouses and fiancés, there isn't necessarily anything in the rules that permits you to not do it. However, there is a case where there is a, a very famous man um, who has had multiple wives from a very specific country of a very specific age, um, and he now finds it basically impossible to sponsor people to come to the UK because he... Um, 
has sponsored people that many times, they don't believe that the relationships are ever genuine. Um, so that's ultimately his door shut on whether he can, whether they can come, come or not. He's kind of spent his home office pound as it were on <laughs> one too many times. Um, he's, I'm not going to give his name out, but if you, if you Google sort of serial wife, sponsorer it i think I, I don't know what it would be but he he's he's very open about the fact that he has had multiple women from uh, and and sort of bring brought specific women from specific a specific country into the uk and he Ooh, that's it, yeah he speaks to the sun all the time um he seems very very happy to have the spotlight put on him in terms of the fact that he has married so many women from a specific country. Are these, now is this one at a time? Yes. He's married to them yes, or, so, and he collects them? Where do they end up? Um, I think a lot of them either go home um, and or they will remain in the UK after having settled. So I think what a lot of the US listeners don't realize that getting your green card here or what you refer to as the what we refer to as your BRP your your basic your visa that says you're allowed to be in the country your permit if your relationship breaks down then you either have to switch to a different visa route or you have to go home so how does the process uh in uh, of emigrating to the U.S. compare to the process of emigrating to the U.K.? Do you think it's it's a bigger challenge, about the same, or...? So the timescales for migrating to the U.K. are significantly shorter than migrating to the U.S. At the moment, for a family visa, it's, ra- it's currently six months, which is really high it's not typically three months but because of the ukraine conflict as well as the fact that the home office is under incredible strain at the moment because we now have all that all our next door neighbors that now need a visa to come in and work so upon brexit happening the um right to work and reside in the UK expired for European workers, but there is still an appetite for them to come. Most of the, um, most of the people that I ultimately deal with in my job are either European, Indian, Nigerian, or um, from the US. Um, We don't typically see much migration from the rest of the world, but Europe's growing massively because they need those visas to come to the UK now, whereas previously they didn't. So six months in order to get into the UK. In the US, it's a lot shorter than that, but the timescales are a lot higher. And also, from what I understand, for spouse visas and for marriage visas, fiancé visas, the income requirement is significantly higher, which is probably why 90-day OG, they've all got really opulent houses and they've all got massive cars and they all wear like t-shirts that look like they cost more than 20 pounds. Whereas in the UK. Yeah. yeah, And for sure, none of them pay tax. Well, yes, I I suppose. A lot of them have, there is no way, like you cannot tell me that Caesar 
makes enough money on the books to bring someone over from Ukraine. There is absolutely no way as a nail tech, unless he has a huge pile of savings that nobody knows anything about. That That's wild to me. I mean, it, it, anything's possible. I don't mean to target Caesar. There are other people, obviously, who are I'll target living him. on... You saw that top hat. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he, out of out of a man doing a bad Michael Jackson impression and Caesar, Caesar looked worse. That's how bad that was outfit it, was. Was that a Michael Jackson impression? That was a bad. Michael I thought Jackson that was some impression. TikTok thing. No, I couldn't. No, that was. Yeah, it was. It was really bad. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I, I'm assuming that they probably had a couple of meetings to decide whether they were actually going to include Caesar's visit to ukraine in the series because it's it's pretty tough to watch when you think that there's now kind of like a war just piling through that area and he's just there courting sort of the local women it's really weird and who knows where these women are like i i hope i mean god bless i hope they're all safe exactly um and i would be saying that with or without there being uh, a crisis happening because I don't know, I don't know where you go after uh, going on a date with Caesar. I don't know like where you are in yourself as a woman, um, where your hopes and dreams are. I mean, that is, I, there's nobody to compare him to. I and I do love don't get me wrong, I do love watching him. He is he fascinates me because I've never seen I I think women are capable of of maintaining that level of delusion all the time. I was not familiar with Caesar until this series of the single life and I was I I was instantly amazed that he is a, a nail tech. Like, I'd, and that's <laughs> that's completely walking down gender stereotypes. <laughs> He's not nail tech presenting. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, so can we do? Um, can we do your roses and thorns? Uh, for 90 Day Fiance UK, what were your, what were the highlights for you? What were the, the, um, nadirs? Um, we'll start off with the thorns and then we'll end with the roses because it's always better to end on a high, I guess. Um, love him or hate him when Richard used the wife acronym it was terrible and yep. um yep. that should never have made it to air um the it's i still it's again it's the eating tin foil of the wedding ceremony between uh emma and hussein um there isn't anything to celebrate there and um it's I think that sad. has to be I think that is one for the history books though across all franchises and lord knows how many episodes of 
the 90-day multiverse there have been, I have truly never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. I am, I was aghast. I was galled. Mm. It was, yeah. So, I mean, you've got the sexist comments and then you've got the awful wedding ceremony. I think they were the real stingers. I also think that, again, we're probably looking at sort of like the puppeteering of the show, Sean's detention. I I think... aired really badly um Mm -hmm. that said he did end up with that paperwork and if you're even slightly okay with immigration paperwork you don't if you get questioned at the border they don't give you that unless they are actually formally questioning you that isn't a casual conversation that's been had so i suspect what happened is that sean simply just gave a vague answer and they took him into a room to ask him in a much more formal setting and he probably gave a less vague answer. Um, the successes, the roses. I mean, Katie and Alejandro was amazing to watch. Um, and I think that that's, if there is, a, if there is a second series, I'd like to see how that develops and I'd like to see the wedding. Um, and also I think that, um the uh the 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 Sam and Pat story ended on a real level of optimism. I'm a real champion for Pat because she just it's quite clear to me that she loves life and nothing's going to bring her down and she will just happily I agree. she just takes it in a stride and I think mm-hmm. that she probably went into that relationship with fairly low expectations because also she's she's a mature woman she knows that it isn't that you don't need to be proposed to straight away. oh sorry the other rose callum and marvin amazing yes absolutely and the Gorgeous final rose couple. callum's fantastic skin if only i could have his skin i would be oh. it's radiant it's like michelangelo has painted it it's wonderful it really is. And I I dare say, um, if anyone deserves a, a sponsorship, it's him because it that that is not the flush of, of youth nor the uh the glow of, of romance. He he clearly put some some time and effort into it. I mean, his his mother is also gorgeous. I think part of it must be genetic too. But yeah, if he tells, I, if he turns <laughs> around and says, "I just use bar soap and I wash my face once a day," I would be livid to find that out. Because then you, I realize, would too. Yeah. There's always that one person who's who's like, "Yeah, I just use like a Dove beauty bar or whatever, and that's it." And meanwhile, I'm here with my entire apothecary's chest of lotions and potions, delaying the injectables for as long as I possibly can. I always I always thought that when I was a teenager and I grew up and got responsibility, I would take financial troubles as a swap for the crippling acne, but now I've just got both. So it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think that I that I would be um 
navigating wrinkles and acne at the same time, but but here, here we I are. Am. Yes, <laughs> here we here we are, north of of thirty five, and and yet still. Um, thank you so much again. You are first and foremost a uh, uh, a good friend and a fantastic contributor to the the conversation uh on our facebook group uh where can people find you if they want to ask you questions so if you want to contact me um if it's anything immigration related um then you can get me on instagram my account is killbot3000 that's k i l b o t 3 and then three zeros. Or you can come and say hi on the Blighty Day Bay Facebook group. Just got past 200. Super nice group. Woo! Shout out to the admins. You're all beautiful. Um, and yeah, um, come and have a chat. I can't deal. I can answer on in the Facebook group sort of like broad immigration questions. Anything specific, then it may be a just message me and then we can we can talk about it a little bit further you are a gentleman thank you so much Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.